Good day and welcome to What's Happening MoCo, a podcast from your award-winning government television station, County Cable Montgomery. Now, here's your host, Derek Kenny. Good day and welcome to What's Happening MoCo. In today's episode, we're talking to the Community Engagement and Public Information Officer, Dr. Gilberto Zalea, Zalaya, with the Montgomery County Board of Elections. I just want to call him Dr. Z. Dr. Z, is it okay we call you Dr. Z today? Yes, of course. We're friends. All right. All right. Excellent. Excellent. So, Dr. Z, this is a very important year um, for voters all over the county, for residents all over the county, because it's uh, an election year, and you work with the Board of Elections. Now, what does the Board of Elections do, and what is it that you do for them, Dr. Z? Yeah, so thank you so much for having me today, Derek. Uh, This is a great opportunity to engage with uh, our electorate, uh, with the reality of COVID-19. Historically, part of my responsibilities at the Board of Elections is to coordinate outreach and empowerment to our multi-diverse, multi-dimensional, multi-generational community. We have been identified as best practice by NACO, the office, uh, the Governmental Accountability Office, uh, the U.S. Uh, Election Assistance Commission, and other great organizations. Um, so my job is to ensure that our voters, regardless uh, if English is their native language, um, uh, that they understand the process and they understand the legal requirements to vote and to exercise that constitutional right to vote. Um, I'm also the public information officer for the Montgomery County Board of Elections, so public information and outreach Uh, actually go hand in hand. So I am blessed uh, to be in this position since 2003. Uh, And I I came aboard after the Department of Justice sued the Montgomery County Board of Elections after the 2000 census, where they mandated that Montgomery County implements the entire electoral process in English and in Spanish. Oh, incredible, incredible. Well, thank you so much for being here. And to make things easy, for people as we get out here and share this information, let's do a top five list of things that voters in Montgomery County should know. All right, so number five, we'll start from five, the top five things. Number five, and we'll go with the basics, registering to vote. All right. Yes, registering to vote is actually one of our pillars. It's literally the foundation of everything we do at the office. Um, I say that Maryland in general, even though I represent Montgomery County, we abide by the rules and regulations set forth uh, by the Maryland State Board of Elections. Um, We have a very progressive uh, voting franchise. Uh, Personally, I think is extremely accessible. Uh, Myself as a man of color, uh, and I've heard these other issues uh, and stories from across the nation. But number one, it's critical that you are registered to vote register to vote. Without that, everything else is irrelevant. And it's paramount that uh, in order to register to vote, you must be a U.S. citizen, whether you're U.S. born like myself, I was born in New York, or naturalized like my parents were naturalized in the uh, 1970s. Um, You must be at least 16 years of age to register to vote. Now, keep in mind that you must be 18 uh, to vote in the election. However, Interesting tidbit, uh, election law tidbit, Um, your child that's 17 could vote in the primary elections as long as they turn 18 by the general election, which is November 8th of 2022. So quickly, your 17-year-old child who's a U.S. citizen and can register to vote at 16 
could vote as a 17-year-old in the primary as long as they turn 18 by the general election of November 8th. And so after you register to vote, we have the Motor Voter Act, where you go to the Motor Vehicles Administration to get your driver's license or your permit, uh, but you must be 16 to register. Or you could actually grab your cell phone and you could text the word vote, V-O-T-E, vote, V-O-T-E, to 77788, and it will send you the link. You must have a Maryland driver's license ID or a permit to use the online system. And if not, you could call our office at 240-777-8500, and we can mail you an application, or you could go to our website and download the application at www.777vote.org. You could just Google us, Montgomery County Board of Elections, and uh, interesting tidbit, we have the voter registration applications in multiple language, English, Spanish, French, traditional and simplified Chinese and Korean. And we did a big push several years ago with the Maryland State Board of Elections to get those documents translated. All right. Whoa. All right. So we, we've learned a bit now about registering to vote. Uh, now let's talk about voting by mail. It seems like something that's kind of new to some of us that are older. You can now vote, legitimately vote by mail and have your vote counted. What is voting? What should people know about voting by mail? So what they should know is voting by mail is safe, secure and accessible. Uh, historically, which is interesting, um, you know, in the U.S., voting by mail has occurred since the Civil War. Mm. So this is nothing new. It could be new to the individual who's never voted by mail. I always like to use my personal experience uh, uh, you know, my mother travels a lot, so sometimes she'll be voting uh, from overseas or from home. Um, because of the reality of COVID-19, it's one of the ways to mitigate exposure to COVID-19, but also it, it mitigates the need to wait in line. And obviously, you know, we've all been taught to wait in line since kindergarten or preschool, but sometimes individuals don't like lines. And so that's a foolproof way of not waiting in line if you could apply to request that the local board of elections, Montgomery County specifically, mails your corresponding ballot home address or whatever address you would like for us to mail. But of course, you must be registered to vote in order to do so. Um, and then once you've uh, filled your ballot, make sure you sign the oath and then you identify the closest ballot drop box or put it in the post office drop it, or drop it off personally um, at our office. Um, but it's a, it's a foolproof way to avoid lines. It's safe, secure, it's convenient, and it's one of the uh, ways to vote. And we're pushing this message. We have three options. You have three options, one vote. So voting by mail is one of the options. And if you desire, you could request to receive your vote by mail ballot for all uh, consecutive or upcoming federal or statewide elections. Wow. All right. All right. So now we know about uh, registering. We know about voting by mail. Um, now we want to learn a bit about early voting. Uh, what is what does early voting entail and how early is early? Yeah, how early is early? So voting by mail uh, for the gubernatorial primary elections will take place from June 16th through the 23rd. Um, we have 14 early voting locations. Um, obviously, as we near that particular date, we will do a big push to inform the public of where those 14 locations are at. What's convenient for that is that you are not tied to your specific voting precinct or election day precinct. So I live in Upper Montgomery County. I need to go to a specific school 
or polling place on election day. But for early voting, I could go to any of the 14 locations. So if I am in a meeting uh, in Silver Spring uh, and I'm done, it's 510 and across the street at the Silver Spring Civic Building, uh, that's one of our early voting centers. I could walk in, get in line and exercise my my constitutional right to vote. And I don't have to rush all the way up to Clarksburg and Upper Montgomery County to go to my voting precinct or to our neighborhood early voting center. So you are not tied to any one of the 14 uh, early voting sites. And once again, from the 16th of June to the 23rd, uh, there are eight consecutive days of of voting. And then uh, you will vote from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. So it's a great opportunity to cast your vote. All right. And that's a great segue to our next topic, our next on the list, number two, uh, Election Day. Um, what is what's typically known as Election Day? It seems like a simple term, but when is it? What is Election Day and when is Election Day this year or Election Days this year? Yeah. So Election Day for the gubernatorial primary election is Tuesday, June 28th. Uh, what's interesting, another interesting historical tidbit, uh, the reason why we vote on Tuesday is uh, because Back in the days, in the 17, 1800s, individuals would need to travel to Annapolis to cast their vote. Um, obviously, over time, uh, things have improved to open the franchise. So now you are tied to go to a particular precinct in uh, according to your particular residential address. So Election Day is Tuesday, once again, the 28th of June from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. But you must, you should go to your neighborhood corresponding precinct. So I live in Clarksburg. I vote at Halliwell's uh, Middle School. Um, Now, for whatever reason, you're stuck in traffic. You won't make it to your particular precinct on election day. Um, Yes, you could go to whichever precinct that's close to you, but you will need to vote a provisional ballot. Um, But unless you're living in a cave or under a rock, um, there's going to be a lot of information. The sample ballot will be sent to you. Uh, and on election day, you you should, we highly recommend you vote in your corresponding residential polling place. Um, but once again, you got three options, pick one to cast your vote. All right. And lastly, the number one most important thing right now, when we're talking about voting and being in eight, ensuring that people have the best voter experience possible, poll workers, poll workers, we don't talk about that enough. What is it about poll workers and what's significant about today when it comes to poll workers? Yes. So so next to voter registration and making sure you maintain that. And every time you move, there's any life changes you let us know. Uh, poll workers. Uh, our office, we have a small office of about 25, 26 full-time career staff. We do bulk up with temps. But without our poll workers, it's extremely difficult, nearly impossible to pull this huge celebration of voting uh, on election day or during uh, early voting. And it's critical that we identify civic-minded individuals that have a desire uh, to serve or also to ensure that things run smoothly. I tell an individual, if, if you have, if you distrust the process, then work in the process so you could understand it better. And then you will communicate to your loved ones and friends that this is a, a, a safe, secure operation. Um, to serve as a poll worker, you have to be registered to vote. You could serve as a 16-year-old, even though you're not old enough to vote, but you could serve as a 16-year-old. You could earn up to $210 or up to 12 student service learning credits uh, that students need uh, to acquire before they could graduate from uh, Maryland High School. And it's a great, great way to participate. You have to apply. 
you train, uh, we'll assign you a location where you work, and about five weeks later, we will mail you uh, either your stipend, a check, or uh, an email with the corresponding student service learning credit hours so you can submit to your student service learning coordinator at your corresponding school. So without the poll workers, that you guys are our heroes. And for those individuals listening and our uh, former or current poll workers, thank you so much. And if you could definitely help us out to recruit another civic-minded individual, we will be eternally grateful because without you guys, we're nothing. Whoa, all right. So poll workers, so important, and we need you. If you're 16 and 16, as young as 16 years of age, you get SSL yep. hours and you get money. Uh, and yeah. that's, uh, that's not a bad thing. That's not a bad it's, thing it's when you're helping win. your community. It's a, yeah, It's a win-win. And one thing I forgot to mention quickly is it's mm. easy to apply. Grab your trusty cell phone, okay. text the word SERVE, S-E-R-V-E, to mm -hmm. 77788, and you could apply to become a, a poll worker. Um, and also to request to vote by mail, uh, you could text the letters VBM for vote by mail, VBM. Okay. To the same number seven 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 eight eight it's easy and we'll have those come across the screen here and uh, people will be able to see those and also you visit the website the board of elections website which is uh which is seven 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 vote.org all right excellent excellent you know and we get there's so much this is such an important election elections period are important and your right to vote, residents' right to vote is important. So this is such an important topic, an important year. Dr. Z, we'd like to invite you back. Let's get together and produce a series. Let's do a few episodes or of uh, voter-focused podcasts to ensure that Montgomery County residents have all the information they need. They have it in a timely fashion because you don't just need to get it once. Mm -hmm. You need to get yes. it uh, uh, several times and get it when you need it. So we're going to try to do that. Yes. And Dr. Z, you'll come back. We'll partner. We'll make this thing happen. So look forward to special podcast episodes featuring Dr. Z from the Board of Elections. And we're going to make sure that all of our residents know all they need to know to participate fully in the voting process this year. And with that being said, again, thank you, Dr. Z, for being here. Thank you for agreeing you. to do this series. It's very exciting. Something new and different that we're trying here with having MoCo Podcasts. And one thing that we always want residents of Montgomery County to do is to listen to this podcast, share it, um, be sure to watch it on Facebook or YouTube, um, share it with your friends, uh, ask Alexa, what's happening MoCo, uh, play the What's Happening MoCo podcast because you deserve the answers. And of course, uh, a plug, uh, the What's Happening MoCo podcast is produced by uh, the community engagement team from the Office of Broadband Programs. And we also provide great support to County Cable Montgomery. And if you're a resident, you're interested in the what's happening with the government and the government process, how decisions are being made, uh, how decisions are being made when it comes to COVID-19, uh, how laws are being made and how the budget is being formed, you can check out County Cable Montgomery uh, by visiting, uh, watching on cable, of course, on Comcast or RCN Channel 6 or 1056 or RCN for HD or 996 on Comcast or Verizon uh, Channel 30. And right now you can see when we're recording this live today, uh, January 25th, uh, you can see council very live right now, sitting as the Board of Health, getting an update about COVID-19 and making decisions that may help and impact you and your family. So nothing happens in the dark in Montgomery County, Maryland. So be sure to check it out. Mm -hmm. And that's MontgomeryCountyMD.gov forward slash CCM.
as always, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Have a great, great week. And remember to listen and share. Thank you. Thanks for listening and please subscribe.